the feel-good way to start your day. Coggo and Mandy. Well, it's got all, so all of a sudden really big, this show, hasn't it, uh, on Channel 10, Hunted, because, you know, we were watching a little bit of it and everyone starts talking about it. I think they call it the water cooler chat, don't they? The water cooler water, chat? Well, they do in workplaces. You go to the water cooler and you go, did you see Hunted last night? That <laughs> you, bloody... you do. It's a massive topic yeah. of conversation, isn't it, with their new crop of fugitives for this yeah. year? And then they say that bloody, that bloody Dr. David Craig is trouble. In fact, oh, hang on, he's actually, on the line. Actually, I think he's on the line. He's the chief of Hunted. He Be is. nice. Hey, David. <laughs> hey, I'm intercepting this call. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, good I, morning. I, that now makes me nervous. <laughs> Mate, um, the, the show has been good. I, I caught up with uh, your good self on the cheap seats on Channel 10, and, and it was a, something you're not roped into, but it, was, it came as a bit of a shock, didn't it, to actually be asked to get on the show? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's certainly well out of my comfort zone, uh, being in front of the cameras, but um, they were, it, was, it was a funny show, and, and generally I found the media people all around extremely nice. Mm, which is, you know... You, well, you, that's you, rare. <laughs> you're an ex-copper, mate. You're not still in the police force, are you? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But we were always very wary of what media may say. Oh. We were warned against it. And, and it's been very refreshing, um, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. I can see why you were warned. Anyway, um, <laughs> that happens. Mate, uh, most enjoyable, as you said. It was, it was a show, I think, we're all fascinated, David, uh, Mandy, and if you're having a listen, with crime. We shouldn't be. I look at all the shows on the television everywhere. It's about crime. Why are we fascinated, David, by chasing fugitives and all those things? Look, I, I think the uh, the attraction with uh, with Hunted is that people can um, envisage what they would do in that case. Yep. You know, if if they were going to go on the run, if they were going to hide, and some people uh, were concerned in the early stages that we might be showing criminals what to do. But in fact, if the criminals are learning from that, then I'd say they're fairly bad criminals. The positive out of this is that people can learn to protect themselves better through the methods. Uh, that that, uh, the fugitives are employing and that they can see what methods someone hunting them may use. So I I think there's a very positive story in this. Yeah, definitely, especially in today's society with all the, you know, modern technology and tracking now. It's it's quite prevalent, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it it is everywhere. Uh, Information is being elicited from us, uh, you know, from the shopping centre when we we use a rewards card of some description to, you know, uh, tapping your phone on something. I mean, uh, data is being collected and then used to target us for advertising. But if it's used for more sinister purposes, then we need to have uh, mechanisms in place to sort of protect ourselves better. David, obviously being retired yourself on Hunted, but do you look back at, say, the early days of your career and go, shit, where was all this stuff when I was starting? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, technology has been um, a great boon for law enforcement, but it's it's really the criminal uh, sphere has has dragged law enforcement and intelligence agencies into this uh, yeah. into this realm because uh, it's the only way to go, and it's the only way to collect and counter um, uh, crime very quickly. They say, though, Mandy, that a lot of criminals, and you'll know this, David, but they say, Mandy, a lot of criminals are actually smart people who just went to the wrong side. Is that uh-uh. fair, David? Oh, look, I think, yeah, anyone that thinks all oh, criminals are dumb, it, 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 that's, a, that's a very naive view. I mean, good criminals are intelligent. Um, the, the biggest thing that brings criminals unstuck is greed, not their, yep. not, not their intelligence. It's a, mm. I don't want to say get onto a winner, they can't let it go, and, and, and that's when law enforcement get a second dip at the uh, very sophisticated uh, networks. 
Um, but yeah, their intelligence is, is never in doubt in my mind. Not in the, I was with the Australian Federal Police and we were dealing with the top league of criminal echelon uh, organisations around the world and, and, and these people are anything but dumb. Yeah, definitely. So getting back to the show Hunted, um, it just intrigues me. I actually love the whole concept of it and it's incorporating metropolitan and regional. But I want to know, how do you go just knocking on someone's door and you can just enter? Do you have to... This is where I can't work out, is there warrants involved or it's all just part of capturing the audience or what's the mechanism behind that? Yeah, look, that's a, that's a really good question. So what they do in Hunted, and the only reason I, I agreed to become involved with it is that they replicate the real world. So when, when the ground hunters are turning up at a home uh, to look for devices or, or whatever, that's simulating a search warrant. You know, the hunters have no power to enter someone's house. You know, they've got every right to say no. um, But for the purposes of the production, the people have agreed that they will allow the hunters in there. So um, it replicates just what we would do in the real world. We would send a team in, do a search warrant, and and that has to be authorised by the court. So it's got to be justified by the judiciary. Um, So, yeah, in Hunted, it's probably... Um, a little bit subtle for some people and they think, oh, this is really rude. You should just tell them to rack off. I'm, you're not coming to my house. And mm. of course, they've got that legal right. But for the purpose of the production, it stimulates a search warrant. No good at my joint, mate. I'd say, hey, Dave, you got? can you give us five minutes? Just got to clear a few things up. Anyway, <laughs> wouldn't work with me. But look, the show's got a great concept. And from your point of view, we notice your team on Channel 10 with Hunted is a very tight-knit team. And this would happen in, in the police force, David, and that is you can't afford to have one person not quite interested or not part of it because you just go, look, it's not going to work. Yeah, 100%. I mean, everyone on Hunted is working flat out every hour of every day. We... Um, every single person is important because we're only actually quite a small task force. Um, if there were 20 fugitives on the run in in regional Victoria, for example, there would be hundreds and hundreds of police officers out looking for them and intelligence agencies and assets being thrown at it. But we're a very small team. We're a very high-tech team, and we've got to be really close-knit. Um, there's no place for egos. We're all just one team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it has bonded us very caref- very closely, and none of us are from a media or television background. Mm. So this is all very daunting for us initially, especially the first season. So we're all going through this um, this experience together. Mm. And it sounds like, um, well, the experience, as you say, for the fugitive and the hunters, quite successful. So it looks like it could be something that will continue on. There'll be a 2024, do you envisage? Well, I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. I think, I think it's quite good. And, and the fugitives this year, they have learnt from last year and they've certainly... Up the ante. They're, they're, they're a lot smarter, a lot more disciplined. Um, my only concern with a season three is my reputation because <laughs> the fugitives, Aussies are pretty canny learners. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah I, I've had a great career with the Australian Federal Police and as an author, and I don't really want to tarnish my reputation, but <laughs> if they ask me, I'll probably do it again. Of course you will. Hey, um, it's good fun, David. The, the other thing, too, is that, um, you know, when, when you're chasing these people and, you know, you have some advantages and I suppose so do they, but um, do you think that any of them, who are not really criminals, are they? They're just going on the show, but if any of them got potentials to be criminals? Oh, God. <laughs> potential. <laughs> Come on, David. Well, do you want me to name one person and say what they would do? <laughs> no, look, I think, I think every person has the potential to be a criminal. Yeah, right. um, what I think this is good is it allows 
good, fair-minded Australians a chance to have a go at the dark side, and, and mm. it's a competition, and we all love a good competition. So, yeah, so, I, I think it's positive all around. I mean, it's it's gloves off. Like we're we're not yeah. holding back. I, I want to catch every single fugitive on day one if I can. Uh, the TV show would hate that, but I'm I want to do that. Mm. Um, and the fugitives want to stay. They all none of them want to get caught. So mm. it's a red-hot competition, and it and it's. When the whistle blows, when we caught a fugitive, then we're friendly again. See, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was naive because I come in a bit late to hunt it. And yeah. I was, David, you'll laugh at this, but I actually thought, do you have to actually catch them? Or is it a bit like a tag thing? When you see them, do you just go up and tag? Yep, you're it, you know, kind of thing. But you have to actually catch the person, don't you? Yeah, it has to. There has to be contact. Yeah, it has to be contact. Yeah, so yeah, we're not allowed to obviously assault someone, you know, tackle someone or anything like that. It's, um, and, and this is a lot of production stuff that I don't really know about. But I know certainly know that the hunters, for them to make a successful capture, they have to put their hand on the person and inform right, them. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, and I just, I feel the energy, the fugitive and the hunters resonate. I feel it coming through the TV screen, like a couple was caught the other day hiding in a a wardrobe area and they just broke down, especially the female. She was so emotional. Um, There'd be a lot with it, isn't it? Like, you know, spiritual, emotional, physical, just running on that energy for that 21 days. Absolutely, because, I mean, fatigue... And tiredness and and paranoia uh, build up all the time, and uh, they take this really really seriously. Mm, I mean, they're yes. playing for hundred thousand dollars, but more than that, they're they're really trying to deal with their their the mental demons that they're they're facing on the run. Every helicopter, every car that goes past, sometimes it is us, but most times it's not. But they don't know that, um, mm. so it it really does play on them. And and we get very emotional in headquarters as well. I mean, we. We get over-invested probably and we celebrate maybe too much when a poor fugitive is devastated they've been caught. Where are the bad guys in headquarters cheering? And yes. um, <laughs> But that's just the emotion of competition. There's, there's yeah. nothing uh, fair income about it. It, it. There's no malice or anything. It, it is all just good sportsmanship. Yes. And, and just from the mental health point of view is that, you know, if you're not a criminal or you're not used to doing or being caught by you guys or, or local police or whatever, then it, it's a huge shock, even if it's just a show. I mean, you see criminals all, uh, all over the place on TV and they Go, they go quietly because they've done it before. But if you haven't, and these most of these guys haven't clearly, then it's a, it is a bit of a shock to the system because your brain doesn't know any more. They they've te- they're taking it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, who wants to be chased by helicopters, drones, dogs, cars? You know, like that's a, that's an ordeal in t- for twenty one days. I mean, that is a really yeah. tough thing for anyone to go through, criminal or not criminal. Um, and the people that go on hunted are good, you know, good Aussies that are wanting to have a crack at a competition and try and win some money and try and beat us. Uh, and it, it's, it messes with them um, morally because they're not normally sort of playing that yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Spot mm, on. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be a fugitive at the moment. David, you have a massive amount of accolades and I was just having a read the other day about everything you've done. This is why you're worried about your it's reputation, incre- David. Exactly. I can see why. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's it's very true. Like you're very Thank inspirational you. with with what you've done and how you've supported not just here within Australia, but um yeah overseas with some really heavy cases also. So David, mm. um, Mandy has a few blokes hanging around. You don't have a side hack, do you? A business that you want to you know you could give some numbers out and sort you out. Bit of security for Mandy. Oh, <laughs> settle down, Cox, settle down. But no, David, it's been absolutely fantastic having a chat to you yeah, and indeed. um yeah the the show's winding up and um. 
exciting times. And I'm glad you'll all be uh, looking forward to sitting back and breathing and then going back through and chatting about the highs and the lows. Yeah, yeah. No, as well, I actually enjoy watching the show as well because I, I don't see anything but our side. So when we've gone somewhere and if I send the ground hunter somewhere or they go to someone's house and they're hiding there and we don't see them, I don't know that until I watch the show. So I can't wait for Sunday night as well. Yeah. yeah looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's, it's huge, mate. Well done, David. And, and let's hope we do see you in the show again, Hunter. I'm sure we will because some of these shows don't work without the stars and you're one of them. So Dr. Oh, David thank you very Craig much. of yeah. Hunter. Thanks, mate. And Thanks, uh, who knows, you could come up against us. I'll tell you what, Not I reckon yet. we could stay away from you guys, David, but... Don't worry about chasing us. We'll give up straight away. <laughs> just, <laughs> we'll look, just put the hands up. <laughs> look out for a little white yari running around the roads. Thank you so much, Thanks, David. David. Appreciate it. No well worries, done. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Cogo and Mandy, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.